Hey y'all, the podcast you're listening to is brought to you by TomAndBunny.com. Our podcasts are for adults over the age of 18. If you are under 18, we ask that you turn off our channel. What you're about to hear is our personal opinions and what works for us in the swingers lifestyle. What works for us may or may not work for you, and there is no right or wrong way that you should participate in the swinging lifestyle. Our podcast and videos give people a better understanding of our lifestyle and how we choose to live it. We invite you to follow us on our social media where we post fun photos and other lifestyle-related topics. We can be found on both Twitter and Instagram under the screen name at Tom and Bunny. All of our videos, as well as our other podcasts, can be found on our website. Go to www.tomandbunny.com. You should make your own decisions on the level of participation if you choose to become involved in this lifestyle. Have fun, play safe, and enjoy our podcast. Hello, hello, hello. hello. How are we? We, I am fine. Hey, before we get started with this, I was, I promised a friend I would do it before our intro, and I did, I did forget. So we are actually promoting out clubs, mm-hmm. and we want to promote out uh, Eden Clubs. They are opening this weekend, and are they open this weekend? Because now going to be Monday by the time we get this out there. But we want to play you their little 10-second audio clip. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? Here we go. Club Eden, where couples come to play. Visit us on the web at edenclubs.com. Now, we don't charge for these promotions, so no. it's not a paid promotion. But uh, we that kind of gives you an idea what we're going to be doing. Right, right. We're, we're uh, working with the clubs that we've already been working with and established our friendships and all kinds of different new fun content that we're going to do. Exactly. So, <clears throat> we on our last podcast, we talked about going to visit the grandkids in mm-hmm, Florida. Mm-hmm. I got my grandma time. You got to talk into the microphone. I got my grandma time. You got your grandma time. I did. I guess I shouldn't whisper, huh? Right. (laughs) So how long has it been since you've seen the grandkids? Well, um, it was January. It was January. Yep. But uh, when we have a baby, she's almost 11 months old. 11 months. They just grow so damn fast that you want to spend as much time with them as you can and being in quarantine just sucks. We've been in quarantine. We literally flew in March 8th and we came home and it's now May 17th. Yep. So we're over two months. So we took three days out right after Florida opened. Florida opened and Alabama had opened. So we jumped in the car. Bunny was going to go post it on Facebook. Haters going to hate, but we got to leave the state and all this other fun stuff to trigger people. And Facebook shut us down for three <laughs> days because of a post I made four years ago. Oh my God. You gosh. are just a hardened criminal. Well, you could, I did a, we did a podcast on the Facebook shutdown last week. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to know how we got shut down and if you go to TomAndBunny.com and click on that podcast you can see the actual picture and the message we got from facebook yeah but that's how uh, how we spent my mother's day yep it was an amazing mother's day and i sure hope the rest of you mothers out there had a great day too it, it was a lot of fun we it was. we definitely it was it was crazy because i'm going to be going in for surgery mm-hmm. on a, in 10 days yes Whoa, 10 days I'm from getting today nervous so we're not going to tell anyone what the surgery is for yet, but we will be doing a video podcast on it coming up. Yes. And we are not worried about the coronavirus. No. But what no. I was worried about a common cold. Right. Be- right. Because you can't have surgery with cold either. No. No. And one of the things that we did, and our kids respected us, is they didn't hug me. They kind of stayed away. And it was so cute because our granddaughter, Raylan, uh-huh. um, she wouldn't go to anybody nope. but you. But me. <laughs> and she hasn't she seen likes you. Me. She likes you. <laughs> and I got a great picture. It's on our Facebook. So, But it's her. I'm holding her and she's crying and Bunny's <laughs> laughing. We give her to, I give her to Bunny and she stops crying. 
But you know what? Our oldest granddaughter uh, didn't much care for you to hold her either. And I think it's because you talk so loud. Because well, of deaf. your deafness. I'm deaf. So. I think you scare them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until they get older and they realize that grandpa's there for all the treats. Now, people are going to ask, did, did we meet people while we were there? No. We, nope. we are still self-quarantining because, I, again, we could have met people. Mm-hmm. But this was about family. It was. We just wanted to get out and see family and get that get that bond again. You know, it we're stuck in this little tiny town in Alabama and we just needed to get out and see family. Now, if you are listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play or all any of those we are doing our podcast on video. Mm-hmm. And so if you go to our website, TomAndBunny.com, you can actually click on our video, our podcast, and actually see a link to the podcast or a link to the YouTube video. Right, because you know what? I got to <clears throat> give Tom credit because in the very beginning, we thought, oh, well, since we're quarantined, we're definitely going to work on um, self-help and do things to make things different and make life better. And Tom has been working, I mean, literally like 20 hours a day on this new software and uh, new way for us to do videos and podcasts. And it, he has brought us to a whole completely new level so right and we got our certifications as life coaches yes we did and while we've been quarantined quarantined and we got to come up with a new little nifty corn certification something (laughs) 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 well you don't you know what i'm talking about right everyone's coining new terms (laughs) and we, we we got back. So let, let us tell you something. We actually had a ghost uh, story, and we talk about it in a podcast back in February. I believe it was February 2019. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. And we seen smoke gathering up in our living room and it went down the hall. I jump up. I'm thinking there's an electrical fire because there's nothing else it could have been. And when I ran into the hallway, all the smoke just disappeared. Yep. So we set up a recorder and we got we got a couple little things and I don't have it handy, so I can't just put it on here. But it was little it sounded like someone opened a beer can at two in the morning yeah. while we were <laughs> right. sound asleep, literally right next to the microphone. Now just a little backstory. We bought we knew that the owner of this house had passed away. We didn't realize that he died right in the middle of the hallway. Right where all the smoke was. So, yeah. And we didn't know, we knew he died, but we were told he died in an ambulance 40 mm-hmm. miles away. <laughs> and the, the police officer, I was just random conversation when we were registering our car. I said, Hey, uh, did you know this guy, Andrew? And he goes, Yeah. And he goes, Why? And I said, Well, did he die in the house? And he's like, why and i told him what i saw and he goes yeah he was the responding officer there's Mm -hmm. nine cops in our town and he was the one who responded he goes i tried saving his life i did cpr but he passed away in your hallway right in right off the living room and that's where all the smoke was right so there's now three of there's three of us that live in the house me and tom and andrew yeah (laughs) so we do see and we see shadows someone said i should try to videotape it but the shadows are random i wouldn't even know where to set up a camera and i really don't want to look for shadows for hours on end right right so i could set up a recorder though and i can look for the different changes of uh on the side the the graph that you Uh see so when i see that i just forward up to that and i just listen and i know there's whispers that aren't going to raise it but i'm deaf so Right. I'm not going to hear so, those. So when we come home on um, Tuesday from Florida, I'm like, Well, why? first, yeah, go ahead. I was like, why'd you leave on the bedroom light? Yeah, yeah, the bedroom light. He's like, no, no, I walked this house. Everything was off. I am so anal about turning. I, I, I even turn off the toilets, the hot water heater, everything, because I don't want no, no electrical fires, no right. water heater blowing up or water it, pouring into the house and it's our spare bedroom it's not even a room that we, we ever go into we never ever go into that room hell where we're at right here it's down the hall and we never go past this door and actually where we're at right now is right about where we passed away 
Yep, literally right right down here. I'm pointing. <laughs> if you if you're on the YouTube, I'm pointing where he literally passed away. We don't want to say died. That's kind of a negative thing. Yeah. Especially if he could hear us. Right. So Bunny asked me about turning on the light, and I'm like, I didn't turn on no light. And she's like, Yeah, you did. And I'm like, No, I didn't. I was the last to leave the house, and I knew I had turned off the light. And she was like, Okay. So we're sitting there later on, mm -hmm. and Bunny jumps up and runs down the hallway, and I'm like, what the F? So I jump up and run down the hallway, and she's hearing noises. Right, and I had been hearing it for the past hour or two hours. And what it was was right here on our desk, I have my computer speakers. I must have left them on, but everything was off, so that made me a liar. <laughs> I did leave something on, but he did my, leave my, something my, my on. computer speakers are behind the monitor, right, so right. I didn't see the light. So I didn't see the light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Andrew sees the light. <laughs> I hope so. But soon, <laughs> soon. So all of a sudden, the speakers would get really loud with a hum. Now, mind you, the computer's off, so mm -hmm. there's no reason for them to hum. They're not even humming right now. They're on. No. And they would get real quiet, and then all of a sudden it would spike. So I walk in the room, I'm feeling, all of a sudden my fingertips, if you hold a 9-volt battery to your tongue, my fingertips felt like that. It wasn't cold, it just felt like a lot of electrical shocks. Yeah. So and I then, called Bunny in the room. <laughs> right. And immediately I walk in and all the hair starts standing up on my arms. Right. So I hear footsteps in the room with us. I'm like, do you hear this? And over on the bar next to Bunny, there's a set of, I know, I'm like, there's a set of blinds and the little pole tassel, it's wood. And I have a bar over there and we could hear this clicking sound and it's loud. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if I could duplicate it, but anyway, it's loud. And I'm like, what the heck is that? And we figured it out. It was the little tassel hitting the bar, but we couldn't duplicate the movement and it's sitting still right now. Right. And this is all while we're in the room and like in a matter of a minute or two. Right. So we uh, set up a recorder. <laughs> I yes. set up a recorder with four microphones. I put one, I used this one here and I had it aiming towards my printer and that side of the bar. I had bunnies pointing right at the tassel, and I had two microphones on the desk just pointing towards the bar so it would catch any walking or anything. Plus, by having four microphones, I could determine where the noise was coming from by the level of loudness. Right. So now I, what cracked that's me a little up, too technical, right? Well, what cracked <laughs> me up was I'm in the living room, and I hear Tom in here just like if he was on a ghost show on TV and he's like, all right, so we'll be able to hear you. So if you have anything to say to us, you speak right into these speakers. Yell into the microphone. Yell into the microphone. <laughs> and we went to bed. Right. And we closed this office door and uh -huh. we closed our bedroom. Now our and bedroom we, is clear on the other side of the yep, house. Yep, it's on the other side of the house. And normally we go to bed with the TV on. He turned off the TV. We turned everything off. Yes. Even the air conditioning. Yeah, everything was, because it was a cool night that night. Yes. So we turned everything off. So I I hear one car drive by when I get up the next morning. I'm all excited. Oh, I did reset the recorder. Yeah, you had to reset I got up it. at 3.15 in the morning to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, you know what? It's the witching hour, the hour of the dead, or whatever they call it. And I'm like, let me go reset the recorder so that way, because I think it turns off after so much time anyways. Uh -huh. So I go and I turn off the play and turn it back on. So I could hear myself come in and leave and actually turning off and on the recorder, and it's loud. I mean, it's loud, as loud as I'm talking to you right now. Yep. So it's no big deal. Well, I start listening to the first set, and we started recording at, what, 1130 at night? Yes. And until 315 in the morning. Mm -hmm. At 150 in the morning, because we timed it, I know we were both asleep at that time. Knocked out. Knocked out completely, because we did take sleeping pills, and I was literally out. I didn't get up till 315. I got nothing from 315 until 730 in the morning when I woke up. Right. I thought for sure I was going to get something. But I listened to the first part first, and we're going to play it right now. And if you hear anything, 
we'd love for you to go on our YouTube and make a comment or go on to our website, TomAndBunny.com, find this podcast and make a comment on it. Tell us what you hear because we definitely hear something. So let me turn all the, I'm turning up the volume all the way up on this so you can hear it better. And here we go. All right, so that is what we heard. Yes. It's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. And I haven't heard it in a couple of days and and I did hear a lot more than I than I did the first time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know how else to explain it. Uh I Okay, so we I know you could hear the footsteps. Uh-huh. And it sounded like like th- we th- have drawers on our desk. And it sounded like our drawers being, were being open and closed. Right, and I was hearing breathing, we, I, heavy breathing. But I didn't hear breathing at first, but Bunny said there's a like a, a gasp at the at end. At the end, almost like somebody was frustrated because they couldn't find something. And I that's what I heard at the end. But this time I heard breathing throughout. And it's heavy labored breathing, and Andrew died of a heart attack. Yeah. Now, Bunny only heard one breath at the end the first time. Yeah. So I listened to it. I heard it. it's at the very last second. And then we put it on our personal Facebook and we had all kinds of people. We didn't say what we heard and everyone heard what we heard. So I, as they would say that they heard it, I would chime in and say, yes, we heard that. And in, including the breath. Mm-hmm. And then someone said they heard five separate breaths. Now, me personally, I can't hear five, but I'm deaf. I hear the one at the end, but Bunny's saying she hears. Yeah, I did hear breath, at least another one throughout. Okay, so. Like during the drawers. We're curious on what you think of our haunted house. And I put up a recorder the next night, and we got nothing. Nothing. nothing we'll try it at all. again tonight. Well, I think what it is, I think if we sense something or feel something, that's when we need to do the recorder. Yeah. Because it, we didn't the next night we didn't feel or sense or feel like weird or nothing. So I was hoping to get something. Yep, nothing. We got nothing. We got clicks. I, I got one thump, one thump. But I wasn't gonna make a recording out of one thump. No. What you heard was 17 seconds. That of was just crazy. Craziness of someone walking, literally walking by the microphones, and it sounds like someone breathed directly into a microphone. Now, up until we decided to make this our our office recording studio. Record, well, you like our <laughs> backdrop? We look like freaking alcoholics. This is our office, and I always hated this room i've never liked this room at all just because it feels heavy when i come in here right so i've never liked this room so even when it was our office and just the bar i never never came in here i mean literally it took me all day to get it rearranged to get this recording studio in here yes oh oh i got my ear things on and i just (laughs) pulled the cord okay so that's enough of our ghost story now. Yeah. We will keep you apprised of any updates. Of course. But yeah, we'd love to hear your comments on it. We are going to be bringing on Howard. Mm-hmm. Howard has been doing... An uh, amazing... An amazing theme. thing yes. for the employees of Hedonism Resort. All of you know that we go to Hedonism Resort for six weeks a year. Mm-hmm. And our company has been doing group trips there for 25 years and our miss no swimsuit 21 years yes so and me and bunny have been there for and with our company now two and a half years Mm -hmm. but But we've been been going for 10 we've been going for 10 years so when the pandemic hit the employees literally there are some that some of the full-time people they have on um part-time hours yes so they're getting about Two to three days a week. Yeah, but the contract workers, which in Jamaica, most people are contract workers. They all got furloughed immediately, and they literally lost 
100% of their income. And unlike in America, they don't really have unemployment. No, and there was no stimulus check or anything. I know that the government is working on something, but they still haven't gotten paid. They haven't gotten nothing. So we've been watching this GoFundMe that's been advertised. And we're not big on, uh, um, what is it, the... Like GoFundMe's or, or charity type ch things. Right. We don't ask people to donate because we don't want to guilt people. No. And we're not guilting you at all. Nope. But I, we do invite you to listen. It's not the puppy thing you see on TV with the sad eyes and the two and a half minute commercial that makes you want to turn the channel. <laughs> but he, we not only talk about the employees, we do talk a little bit about hedonism and what's happening and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But he is on here to talk about the employee relief fund that they've created. When they started this, they the the max or they were looking to get twenty thousand dollars, and we donated twenty five dollars. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's really all we could afford because we're unemployed too. Right, we're also furloughed also, and we won't go back to work until after they go back to work. Exactly. <laughs> so, so we might be unemployed for a, a lot long. longer. So we're a little worried too now. So yeah, we're at the point now too where we hold on to every little penny that we can, but we were we. $25, like you said, it doesn't sound like much, but even $5 can help these help right. this fund. So we are going to bring Howard on right now. We invite you to take time, listen to this. It's a great story. Mm -hmm. It's a great cause. They are not giving cash to these people. They are going to give the money differently by giving food to the people. So that way they're, you know, your money's not running out buying playstations or fake Louis Vuittons or stuff. Everyone did with the stimulus money they got from our, our government. Right. And like, Tom, you know, we invite you to share this with your friends because we know how many people go to hedonism and we know that the reach is a lot farther out there. So definitely share this. And, and this is a great way to help the people that make you have a great time. And give us a second because we've never done this before. No. We are going to start doing split screen and we're going to bring the person on so you can actually see them live. Uh-huh. And kind of see us engaging back and forth and you're going to see it's not scripted we're all we we're uh we're we, we're going to talk over each other we already know that's going to happen because that's one thing that we're not going to go away from we're not going to go away from non-scripted right we want to stay unscripted because <laughs> we want to be able to talk about everything of course so we're going to be doing this a lot more so stay stay with our show because you know we We've been wanting to do this for now a couple years, mm -hmm. but we just didn't know how to do it uh, properly. And with the new Zoom meetings and stuff like that and our new software, we're able to bring it to you. Yes. And if you are a company that supports the lifestyle or something that people can provide, contact us. Mm -hmm. We may bring you on our show. Right. We're yeah. definitely looking for new and unusual content. Right. So before we bring on Howard, we're going to play you one more soundbite. Again, these are all complimentary to the clubs because the clubs are going to need your support. This is Players Club in uh, San Antonio, Texas. So check it out. Hi, this is Tom from the Players Club in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. Players has been the premier location for swingers to get together in Central Texas since 1999. Unfortunately, like all the other clubs across the country, we've had to shut down temporarily, but that hasn't stopped the parties. We're hosting weekly online virtual swingers parties on our own private website. So come on down, check us out online at www.texasplayers.com where you can join our newsletter, check out our calendar events, and we hope to see you soon at the Players Club when we reopen in San Antonio. All right. So I've been asking these clubs to give us up to 30 second uh, mm -hmm. audio clips. And I think it's great that they're sending them because it gives our show a little something extra. Right. And you know what? These these are the clubs that have supported us. So we definitely want to support them back too. Right. So uh, check out Players Club. It's TexasPlayers.com. So give us a second. We'll be right back. I got to get it configured and we'll have Howard from the Hedonism Employee Relief Fund, the GoFundMe that we're going to be talk talking about. Yes. 
Okay, so we are going to be bringing on Howard. Howard has been going to Hedo, I think he said, the second longest time. And he, while he did not originally set up the relief fund, he took it over. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have been donating to this fund. I think it's at $36,000 right now. And it's for the employees. Yes. Give them some food and some extra little extra support that they're going to need. Right. So we're going to bring Howard in and we are going to welcome him. Hello, Howard. How are you doing? Hello, Howard. Good. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> A little early. We got you out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why my hair, look, well, my hair looks like this because I haven't been anywhere for two months. Right. You got that quarantine cut. The quarantine yeah. cut. <laughs> so, I'm waiting to see my grandchildren. It's the oh, first thing I'll do. Nice. Now, um, when you first started it, there were there were several uh, fundraisers for the employee relief fund. I know our company, Tom's Trips, was donating some of their funds. I know not nearly as staggering as your funds, but you know everything helps, I guess. And when we saw yours, we definitely donated to yours what we mm -hmm. could. We are currently unemployed right now. So it was a little bit, but you got some hella donations going there. Now, yeah, it's it's been really, really good. I actually, um, as Eric started it, and Eric is a frontline worker. He works in a hospital, and he's a nurse, and uh, he just didn't have the time to do this. And I picked up on it, and um, decided let's let's see if we can roll with it, and. I have all kinds of good marketing ideas and I've used them and we've done very well. I think in the first two weeks we raised almost $20,000. It was huge. So uh, I started working with them. And uh, at this time, as we were just under 36,000. 36,000. That's awesome. And your, That's goal, awesome. Your, your goal before I believe was 25. And now. Our goal originally was 20. And 20. then we hit it so we kept going up by the by five thousand dollars each time. You know, in fact, I, Eric said to me, "Why don't I just put it up to a hundred thousand and let you go for it?" You know, I think. So I, I think let's go a little. Right. I think you're right. Putting it at like upping it a little at a time because if I were to go on there and I saw a hundred thousand dollars, it would scare me off from even my little measly twenty five bucks wouldn't mean anything at that point. Yeah, well, even even five dollars and a dollar mean an awful lot. In Jamaica and, um, money. <laughs> one, one of the sites that I go on is a friend of mine, Joe Canino, and um, he was nice enough to let me use the site to continue on. And he has fourteen thousand people on his site. Almost fifteen thousand. So when I started, 000. I encouraged everybody just to donate a dollar, and we'd come up with fourteen thousand. No. Of course, that's not the case. I mean, as far as donors go, we've had about 330 donors for this amount of money. That's and really I, good. Yeah, we, we're doing pretty well. And um, recently I had a, a match by uh, the owner of the resort, Harry Lang, and he put up some money, and we got tremendous response to that. Yeah, Harry's a great guy, and he loves his employees, and he gave us – Total of about seven thousand dollars, and we got that matched in about two days. Nice, that's so, um, awesome. Well, kudos yeah, to Harry is. on that one, and his family is also his, donating, right? Yep. Well, his brother and sister-in-law too came up with quite a bit. Uh, they both work for Harry uh, as administrators with him, and uh, one of them, his brother Richard and his sister-in-law Diane, donated for uh, two thousand dollars. And they're going to donate two thousand a month until this whole thing is over. Oh, that's so, so nice. You know, this yeah. could go on for a while. So let's talk about that dollar donation because we talked about it in chat. And you know, some people feel really funny, like, "Oh my God, I don't want to donate a dollar. I'll feel cheap." But in reality, that dollar might as well be ten thousand dollars to these people in Jamaica. And well, the the conversion just went crazy. I think it's a dollar forty-six to a U.S. dollar. So not only did the conversion go up, but that makes food a lot more expensive. Right. So even I think the minimum you can donate is five dollars. But what I do is I encourage people: if you feel as though you're embarrassed because you're only donating five dollars or ten dollars, 
do it anonymously. Do it anonymously. The only one that will know about it is me because I have access to the uh, site. But nobody else will know. And we appreciate every cent we get. You know what? Uh, and I encourage people. These people in Hito, while our workers in America want $15 an hour, these people are working for like 2 bucks an hour, 3 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I have... I really have no idea how much they're making. I just know that a lot of their salary is based on attendance at the hotel. And with no attendance, there's not too much money there. Exactly. They have two categories of employees. One category is with, are, are the full-timers. And the full-timers are still getting paid, and they're getting paid once every two weeks, uh, based on about two or three days a week. Then there's a category called contract workers. The contract workers went out furlough right away, and they get nothing. Uh, so they haven't been paid since March 19th. Now, is it my understanding? I know Harry takes care of his employees. Harry loves his employees. We know Harry personally. We love the guy. He's always in the pool with a smile on his face and usually a girl on his arm. But, yeah. <laughs> but – um, is it my understanding in Hito, not Hito, but in Jamaica, if you're a contract employee, when you go away for any amount of time and you come back, you almost start at the bottom again. Is, I don't... Yeah, that's, well, I think Hito works a little bit differently because they, they anticipate their people going away and they come back, I think, with the same amount of money. But uh, you're right. The contract workers usually go away for a while. Uh some of the contract workers come back during high season and they do it every year. Some of the contract workers are people that are on probation. Some are brand new employees that they want to watch for a while. And people like Roots Explosion, the band, uh-huh. they're, they're contract workers also. Okay. So a lot of people, about 200 people aren't getting paid anything. Right. Now, in you know, I think of these people because now we go three or four times a year. I don't think of the staff as staff. I think of them as my friends. So right. so I think if people can put out, you know, that they're helping their friends out, it really helps out a lot too. Because yeah, these, these are go the ahead, ones I'm that sorry. make your vacation phenomenal. Right. They work their butts off to make sure we have a good time. Plus, the employees are phenomenal. I mean, they they're very helpful. You you can go up and get eggs in the morning, and good old Jackie knows exactly what you want, and she'll have it ready for you. Uh, the waiters and waitresses, they know you have to have coffee, you know you have to Splenda or whatever it might be. Uh, they really know their guests, and they go out of their way to make the guests feel at home. Now, one thing a lot of people don't know is – Hedonism is a is an all inclusive resort in Jamaica. This is just for our listeners now, and they supply all the top premium alcohols. They have all the parties. Their parties start from the morning and go till next morning, and you only <laughs> go to sleep for a few hours. But they have a no tipping policy because That's correct. They want it fair for everyone. They don't want the bartenders or the bellhops to get all the money and the maids get a few bucks and the gardeners get nothing. So they actually take 6% of every room sale and apply, they apply it to a general tip fund for all the employees. That's correct. Now, if you have always wanted to tip your employees, now is a great time to show your um, generosity and definitely pay into this fund because that this is where your tips actually matter because what, I mean, you're not just going to give cash for them to go out and buy playstations or um, like what they did with the stimulus checks here in America. <laughs> they went out and buy guns, playstations, fake Louis Vuitton purses. You're actually going to do something meaningful. What What is the intention of the money? Cause I know you have a plan and you can only send so much at a time. Yeah. Well, the plan is that instead of giving money, which we're afraid that if we give money, somebody will buy a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're doing is we're working with a lot of distributors and we're buying food and um, we're buying food in bulk. So we get a good price and then they're going to set up baskets and the basket's going to be distributed first to the contract employees, obviously because they haven't gotten anything and then we're going to move on to the uh, regular employees. Everybody will get something. 
All right. But obviously the contract employees will get a little bit more than the full timers. The government is supposed to come through with money too, but, uh, the money for the contract workers is about 9,000 Jamaican, which comes out to about $61 every two weeks. So, you know, none of us can live on that. No. In the States, that's two drinks. Right. uh, Right. In two weeks. And you brought up the point about the 6%. uh, You're not supposed to tip at hedonism. You're absolutely right. And if the employees get caught taking a tip, they'll get fired. And we have seen some employees not be there when we come back and we heard that they accepted tips. So, I I mean, people are always telling me, and this is bad, this is a little, not, not off subject, but it's to let people know. I tell people don't tip. Bring candy. I mean, bring something that, that makes their day. They take it home to their kids or whatever. Well, that's what we do. But And people are like, oh, I just slip it under their thing or I slide it. You know what? Is that worth their job? Because money will make people do things they don't normally do. So we beg people, do not tip. But take care of them other ways. Oh, compliment them. Compliment I bring them a whole suitcase. I bring a suitcase full of gifts because I've been going for so long that I have a lot of friends down there. <laughs> uh, so I end up throwing between my trips, I put stuff in a suitcase and I bring it down with me. And that, that includes a lot of my clothes. You know, after a while, they don't fit because I eat too much at hedonism. <laughs> um, yeah, so I leave a lot of my clothes there. <laughs> Not you, but everybody. <laughs> Now, I'm uh, sorry, I didn't hear that. I think I froze up. Oh, I said, all you do at hedonism is you eat, drink, and party. <laughs> That's right, right. But I eat three times more than I drink and party. You know, so, I, I, we, we see the gyms the we walk by really, it every day. <laughs> yeah, the food is really terrific. And at home, I don't eat three meals a day. No. Down there, that's, that's your social time where you sit around, you, you talk, you go into one of the restaurants and you eat. Yep. And you become so friendly with the people, you just hate to see them suffer. Yeah. So you do what you can to make them better. And if you, if Harry puts aside 6%, you know, think about what you put out for a trip. You know, these people are putting out thousands of dollars for a trip. So instead of putting aside 6%, put aside 2%, 3%, and donate it to the fund. And they'll appreciate it. They won't know who's doing it, but they'll, they'll know their guests are really behind them wanting everything to go right for them right mm-hmm. right now um they're talking uh, some of the the things we're hearing and this will affect them for a while is the jamaican authorities don't even know what they're planning on doing yet we have no idea as a travel company and one of the thoughts is they're not going to let people fly into their country unless they could prove that they've had a COVID test within 72 hours of them arriving and we don't even have that facilities in place yet. Right. There's not enough testing in the States yet. Um, they're going to, they're not encouraging tourism. That's for darn sure. And that is a tour. They have is, so, you know, they'll check for fevers, I'm sure. Uh, but you can't get a, a release 72 hours ahead of time. And, uh, now they want you to go into quarantine for 14 days. Well, if you have a seven-day trip, that really ruins it, I guess. Did they, yeah. Are they actually saying that? Because we haven't heard that. We were only told that if you show signs of sickness, they will quarantine you. But if you're not showing signs of sickness, you can go around the resort, and uh, but you can't leave when, the resort. When this originally started, they had five or six countries that required quarantine because they were high-risk countries, and the United States was one of them. I think Italy was one, France was one. But uh, the United States was definitely one, and they required a quarantine. In fact, the uh, hotel manager was in New York when this started. And when she got back to hedonism, she had to quarantine herself for 14 days. I'm surprised they let her back in the country because they stopped allowing even their citizens from flying in from any other country. Yeah, if you have a Jamaican passport, you were allowed back if you were a citizen. Oh, okay, because the news made it sound like they weren't even allowed to come back in, so they were stuck wherever they were at their out of no. their pocket expense. They encouraged them to get out. And the same thing in Jamaica. They encouraged U.S. citizens to get out as soon as they could. In the United States, they encouraged the Jamaicans to get out right away. 
but the hotel manager is back and uh, there's no guests. So right. now have you talked to me all the time now changing the reservations? Have yes. you talked to any of your friends there? Uh, how are they doing? How are they holding up? Like, especially the contract people. Are they, I mean, it's gotta be very difficult here in the States. We have family that can usually help out or uh, a lot of us have a savings and there, they're more daily pay, daily work. And that I worry about the, uh, the people I see, especially when I see them on our Facebook. I'll tell you, I speak to quite a few of them, both full-time and contract workers. And right now, they seem to be doing okay, most of them. A couple of them are panicking, obviously. Uh, and they've gone in to try to get some of the money that we've already raised. But as I said, we're not giving out money. We're giving out food. Now, what and, about uh, what about helping people with rent or something? I mean, uh, could you? I don't know. I'm just asking. I know this might put you on the spot, but if someone can prove they have a bill instead of giving them cash, maybe pay a bill instead of the food. Maybe they they can get food elsewhere, but they need that um, gas turned on or elect. Are they turning off any utilities over there? Or? Well, the thing is, if if we give them food, they don't have to go spend money for food. So they'll have something left over. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do yet, because if the hotel opens up in July, we're going to have a lot of money left over. So what we'll do is we definitely decided that we'll probably give out cash at that time. We're working on a program now still. Uh, I'm working with Harry and his sister-in-law, Diane, to uh, decide what we're going to do. We're not sure yet. But right now we have our... I, we're, everything is earmarked on uh, food. Just a little bit afraid to give out cash because you never know what they're going to do with the cash. Right. Now, I won't ask you to talk for Larry cause I, or Harry. I know you talked to him. But uh, one of the things that we just got notified is Southwest is not going to fly in to Jamaica until middle of August at the soonest. They've just canceled all their flights as of like two weeks ago. Right. So we don't know if the other airlines are going to follow or if they're going to people be able to fly United or American in there. Yeah. I think the only one that's flying in there now is JetBlue. Excuse me. I said, Oh wow. Okay. So I thought, I thought United, I thought people were trying to get on United or maybe it is United. I thought it was JetBlue. I could be wrong, but I know there's only one airlines flying in and out right now. Yeah. And we do Um, have, um, we had a group that was supposed to be there June 13th through the 20th for Cassidy Crush, and we still have people holding out hope. But we don't yeah. think it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think they're going to open in July. I mean, obviously, hedonism has a little different problem than the other hotels. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, we so t- I think they have to really take that in consideration. I think that you know? um, in our lifestyle that uh, we can't adhere to the six-foot rule right and <laughs> there's imagine no... everybody getting into the pool with a mask and gloves on <laughs> i just don't see that happening uh if they no. require mask i've already been talking to people people are like they won't go it, it, no they'll have to put straws underneath and those stupid paper straws are going <laughs> to disintegrate faster than they can even take their first two drinks well, knowing Harry, he'll make sure that uh, before they reopen, that everything is uh, the regulations are within uh, a norm that uh, people can handle. Otherwise, they're going to have a lot of cancellations too because people just won't go. Right. Right. So, my my gut feeling it's going to be a while before they open up. It, uh, I have no inside information, but with my fe- my feeling is that it's going to be September. So um, that's my guess, but I could be wrong. Well, we're going to yep, put we the link. Know. We're going to put the link for the GoFundMe account, so you can actually go on there and see what how much it's raised so far. But we do ask that you take two seconds, donate the minimum five bucks, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about a dollar, but if the GoFundMe is minimum five dollars. Please, we're asking you. These people actually are great people down in Jamaica. They they have been not, they remember you every time. Every time. Every time. You, you go there once and then you come back and they hug you like they 
I, they know what you eat. They know what you drink. You walk up to the bartenders. It's probably one of the most tight-knit resorts we've ever been to. Right, and um, you're not only helping those employees, but you're also helping their families, too. Right. I just wanted to let everybody know that it's taking a while to get all this established. It's a third world nation. They're locked down the same as us. So we're going to get it going. They're going to be getting what we promised them. It's just taking time to get everything organized. So you got to be patient. Uh, but it's going to happen. We'll make sure it happens. Yep, it's obviously and, a lot more work than most people anticipated. Well, it's it's hard for us to work it because we're in the United States. Uh, Harry's brother and sister-in-law are in, uh, sometimes they're in Florida, sometimes they're in Michigan, never know where they are. And Harry's all over the place, as you know. Yes. Right. And so we're, we're kind of, you know, through the internet, we're trying to get everything together and we're doing a good job. We have uh, Rose Richards at the hotel who's head of a HR and she's kind of coordinating everything locally. And this Shanae, who's the uh, broker for the hotel, does the buying, is working on good prices and everything. So we're, we're going to fund them pretty well. If anybody has questions on this, you know, they can always message me on uh, the messages or uh, right on Facebook because I'm right on there. And the different sites where you can go on and follow me, uh, because I do post stuff every day about what's happening. Uh, Joe well, Canino right on, on, on Facebook. Hold on, hold on. We'll put some links down to the sites down in the description. So okay. that way they can just click on it um, because sometimes sites disappear. So we can actually take the links off if the sites disappear. All right. Just let me mention the sites and then you can put them up. One site is Joe Canino and it's uh, my favorite vacation place, I think. I, off See, top of my head. I want to put the link in. That's incorrect already. It's our favorite um, Jamaican vacation our, place. So I don't want to mention any of them. We'll get together after this and I'll put okay, the great. down there so they can click on it and I'll put your Facebook so they can message you directly for any questions as well. All right. That's good. And okay. Just doing this. I right. learned a long time ago. Stuff disappears on the internet and this yeah. here will be forever. I know I have trouble finding some of my own stuff that I put on there. <laughs> all right. So as mentioned, uh, they will put on the link. So all you have to do is click on, you don't have to donate $500. You don't have to donate a hundred dollars. $5 is good enough. That's all you have to donate because if we get 14,000 people to donate $5, it's a lot more money. That's a totally. lot of money. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm trying to get more money out of Harry. <laughs> to uh, do some more matches. It's, it sounds like a difficult chore, but it's not. You know, he'll come up with whatever, whatever we need. But 36000 a good start. I have to mention, too, that there's a lot of money that's been directly deposited down there. Harry's money, his sister-in-law's money, and his brother's money. So a lot of money's already been donated down there. So we're talking in terms of about another $9,000. So it's... It's now, a good amount. Now, on that, the, the Jamaican authorities don't take any money away from you, right? I, I'm hoping no. not. No. Well, I hope they're not listening, but I don't think they even know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I I doubt they're listening. We're just a little small podcast. so. But, <laughs> but, no, we wanted to thank you for your time. We really wanted to put you on here. We wanted to let people know that there is a GoFundMe there. There's a lot of people. How many employees are you going to be helping? Well, there's a total of 400, 400 to 450 employees. See, that's a so lot of if people. If you divided where it is right now, you're only talking $63 a person. Right. And it's not a lot of money, but we can get a lot of food for that amount. So we need we need more help. I mean, 50000 is not out of question. It would really help the people out a lot. Food's expensive now because of the devaluation of the Jamaican dollar, and um, they're just not making any money, even though the full-timers are getting paid and they're not showing up because of the, uh, they're, they're theoretically furloughed because of the curfews. Um, they, they at least have something coming in. The contract workers don't have anything coming in. So a lot of them have moved in with their family, um, and I guess they're 
doing other things if there's anything else to do. Well, the so, the food part is no joke because even here, what was it? A, a little box of eggs was normally a couple bucks. Is now seventeen dollars here yeah. in the states. So I can yeah. imagine every most a lot of stuff has to be imported to Jamaica. And, oh, I'm sure it does. That's why it's taken her long to get all the distribution together. Right. Because stuff that they don't have down there, she's going to have to sh ship in. Wow. And, well, just nothing going in the country, so right. she has to work in a different direction. Well, thank you so much for taking a hold of the reins and um, yeah. getting this all all going. I mean, that you definitely hey, walked was, into a full-time job there. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling Harry he needs to hire me. <laughs> right? <laughs> Harry and I become very close. We celebrate our birthdays together every year. Nice. So uh, we became pretty close, and... Uh, I'm very close with his uh, brother and his sister-in-law, so I spend a lot of time with them. And uh, this is my incentive to do it because I like them so much, we're trying to help them as much as we can. Oh, yes. So That's this awesome. is another incentive. Plus, we love the employees. They're good people. Yes, <laughs> they certainly are. Hey, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, thank you it so was. Much. Thank you so much. We're going to end our podcast here, and but we want to let everyone know all the links will be down in the description. Mm -hmm. We invite you to share our podcast with all your friends, especially if you're in the lifestyle and you go on to different lifestyle groups. Share it because... The, the employees can definitely use the money. As um, Howard said, they're only getting like $63 a person at this point. Every two weeks. Every Well, no. It, oh, this, right with now this for their food, yes. At $36,000, $450 employees, mm -hmm. that, it doesn't stretch that far, but no. the food will make it stretch far. Even when the government steps in, the government's only going to give them, a nine, as I mentioned, 9000 Jamaican. And with a devaluation of about a buck forty-six, it's uh, not a lot of money. No, no. And, uh, the total they're going to get is fifty-four thousand Jamaican, which again I, I don't remember the, what it was, but it's around three hundred U.S. So it's not a lot of money over a period of time. And sixty-one dollars is not a lot of money over two weeks. Right. Certainly. Well, and then. But, too, you know, I just went to the grocery store the yesterday, and I I spent just the basics for a week, and mine was one hundred and fifty six dollars. So, like you said, if everybody can at least donate at least five dollars and build that up, even if you could get it to where it was a hundred dollars per person, that you're going to be donating food, that would still help a lot. Right. I I have a a friend who just donated quite a bit of money. And he said to me, you know, these people have to think how long they've been going, how much enjoyment they've got out of it, and they have to base their donations on that. And this guy donated $1,000. He says, I've been going for years and years and years, and I just figure I'm going to give them $100 for every year I've been going. And um, it was a great donation. So that's one way to think of it, too, for the old timers. Wow. Yes, absolutely. All right. So, so okay, go ahead. Oh, it's okay. Oh, we want to thank you again for your time. And if you have any questions, definitely click Howard's link on our description and definitely send him a message. He's very fast at replying. And definitely show your good spirit because well, I, karma comes back on you. I hope you people get back soon. I miss seeing you guys and I miss seeing Mark. Yeah, yes. Mark's, so, Mark's ready to go back. Yep, we're <laughs> yeah. ready. He's been doing quarantine, quarantine shows on the internet, entertaining people. So we were watching him last night on Twitch. So if you uh, if you if you haven't seen him, go to twitch.com, set sign up for your free account, and then search Mark Mays and follow him, and you get notified when he's actually doing live shows, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah, Mark's a great entertainer. He's a lot of fun. All right. He's, uh, when he's there. <laughs> okay, I appreciate your time. Thanks for waking me up this morning. I needed to get up. Well, you have and, a good day. Uh, I hope and to see, I'll give you a call you afterwards. In oh, yes. Hopefully we'll see you in person soon. soon enough. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so that was Howard we were talking to. Yes, and he had, man, is he doing a lot of work on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but... Uh, Again, like we're going to put the links down in the description, mm -hmm. but on Joe Canino's site, 
he literally was bumping up that post every day. So that way it was the top thing. Mm-hmm. And he never let it get out of people's minds that these employees are so valuable. Right. And, you know, Tom, you made a very good point in there to where you said that you can't tip while you're there. So this is the prime time for you to tip the people that have helped you out so, for so many times that you've been there. Absolutely. Even if you've been there once. Right. You, you know what a loving, fun environment it is. And that you want is. to go back. Yes. And the reason why you want to go back, it's not the hotel. It's the employees that mm-hmm. made your vacation the best it was. Yes, yes. Besides all the other naked people. <laughs> they work their butts <laughs> off to make sure we have fun. All right. So definitely, you know what? Uh, donate. Uh, we, we, we never ask. We never really... We, we don't even go on to GoFundMes unless we really see a value in it. Mm-hmm. And this one, people are direct, 450 people are directly affected, up to 450. Yes. So we, we just implore you, beg you, take two seconds, go onto your uh, computer, click our link, and send them five bucks. Right, because like I said, even even us, we're, we're furloughed. And all that we could afford was $25, but you know what? That $25 to somebody, that's a right. lot of extra food that you yep. can help out with. And we we looked at our budget, and that's what we could afford. Mm-hmm. And we're still furloughed, so uh, we're happy to do it. Yes, we are. And uh, like uh, Howard said, if you feel embarrassed about donating five bucks, do it anonymously. Mm-hmm. He, he would love, even if GoFundMe would do a dollar donation, if he could get $14,000 donations, he would be in seventh heaven. Yep, yep. And he's very passionate on this. Oh, absolutely. So. Well, I stand by it, behind it 100%. I do too. I mean, I stand behind, uh, I, like I said in the when we were talking to Howard, karma. You know what? If you want positive, good vibes, karma points, <laughs> this is one way to do it because you're helping your fellow man. You're, you're. There's a lot of places to donate to. These are living, breathing people mm-hmm. that have families and they they need our help. Well, I'm going to put it in another um, perspective. Skip a scar- Starbucks coffee for one day and donate that $5. Oh. And make a comment on there. Say that, uh, let them know. We saw, we donated because we saw Tom and Bunny's podcast, yes. our YouTube video, whatever you want to put, put Tom and Bunny in there. We'll take the $5 credit. That way, that way <laughs> we're, we know we're not that, ashamed. That way we know that our reach has helped. <laughs> yes. Yes. And do share this, share this with everybody, please. And go comment. If go to our website, tomandbunny.com and comment on this podcast mm-hmm. are on our youtube and comment on this video right because a lot of people uh don't even know about this fund fundraiser for for the employees and their families right so definitely like tom said share this because there we know how many people go to hito every year and we haven't even touched on 10 percent of them exactly and we we actually reply to 99% of the comments made. Yes. Obviously, we don't reply to all of them because they just might not warrant a reply, but yeah. we at least like every comment. Yes. So, all right, until next week. Yes. You guys go donate um, and get ready to go party when we can. When we can, when on we can fu- open. On a future, future broadcast, we're going to be bringing on an edible chef. Mm-hmm. So since 420 is so becoming rampant recreational across the United States. Yes. And we do believe uh, right now as Congress gets older and the Senate gets older and younger people go in, I think we're going to see a nationwide recreational just Mm -hmm. like alcohol. Um, So we are going to bring an edible chef. He's going to talk about the different strains of edibles, how much to take, how much not to take. And he's also going to recommend not taking edibles if you're going to go out on a first date (laughs) good (laughs) idea (laughs) we are going to be bringing on tom from texas players Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk to him 
That club has been around for 20 years, and we're going to talk to him about the trends and what he's doing to get through the pandemic mm-hmm. and about opening. And we're also going to be talking about some fun games from Kissy Games yeah, coming up so on a future broadcast. Definitely been working with a lot of new people and uh, going to bring you some Cool, interesting new content. And we hope you like our new format. If you did not, if you are listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, go to our YouTube. We're actually doing all these on video. We're doing split screen so you can actually see who the guests are. And we're having a lot of fun. We definitely are. So, all right. Until next time, y'all have a great day. Good night. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to our podcast and be sure to check out our videos and other podcasts on our website, TomAndBunny.com. Also, start meeting couples and singles today. We have several affiliate links to popular matchmaking websites on our website and you get free time. So definitely check out our website and click those links and join those websites today.